Hello everyone, it's Jenny's Tabble Tales, and I am Jenny Heckman. I am the award-winning paranormal romance author of the Heaven and Earth series, and this is my video blog slash podcast where we talk about all things writing. We talk about authors, new and old, and we talk about their work as well as lifestyle. So I wanted to welcome you here today, and thank you so much for joining me. Hi everyone, it's Jenny Heckman with Jenny's Tabble Tales. And today we have the very lovely Elizabeth Barone. Uh, she is a dark romance suspense writer, and her series is called The River Reapers MC. And today we're spotlighting her book, A Fatal Prospect, which I see the cover back there behind you. Uh, if you want to hold it up, that would be great. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's a great cover. Thank you. Lovely. Oh, I love it. Ooh, brooding. <laughs> I love the black and white covers. Yeah. And minimal. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So um, I guess the very first question would be what what inspires you? What uh, with your work and with your life and what what's the thing that inspires you most? Um, I mean, a lot of things a lot of like random things I get a lot of ideas while doing very boring things like dishes or driving um but a lot of my especially this series is really inspired by trauma and how it affects people differently and how we all handle it differently and um revenge oh, <laughs> I love it <laughs> okay tell us a little bit about the book so this book is the third in the series. It's um, all three books in the series follow the main couple, Cliff and Olivia. Cliff is an ex-con. He went away for, for a very long time to a max security facility. Um, and Olivia is a bartender when they first meet and she's just finishing up her social work degree. And so by this point in the book, each it's a very like slow burn romance. And, um, you know, whenever... In, first meet um complications <laughs> they are they're she's adopted by his cousin's family so they're technically related it's a little bit of a taboo situation there's an age gap there's the whole ex-con thing and they're both unknowingly and knowingly wrapped up in this local biker gang and as the first book unwinds you start to see how they're ties actually go way back to before they even met and oh. as the series progresses their relationship progresses but also the sort of crime and um bad things kind of progress it just escalates oh cool okay so um and then you said there's revenge in there somewhere too is that from the past as well Oh, I'm a sexual assault survivor, so story um, about sex and kind of uh, a little playground for revenge and therapeutic purposes. And so Cliff actually went away for saving his little cousin from someone who was hurting her. So there's a very complicated um dynamic in the club between because of the club's history and because of how they 
were trying to handle it at the time, but couldn't because of all their voting rules and stuff. So Cliff comes in, this 18-year-old kid, and it was actually his father. He kills his father, and he goes to jail <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> and um, when he gets out in the first book, he's sort of this fish out of water. He doesn't know what Facebook is. Everything is different from when he went in. Oh, yeah. And um, being a sexual assault survivor and knowing so many sexual assault survivors, I kind of wanted to rewrite some wrongs and make some things, um, get some justice for some things that, you know, we don't normally get justice for. I love that. That's really, really great message. It's a great, great thing to do. And it's probably very healing, I, I would assume as well. Yeah. It's super cathartic to kill people in books. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so in this world of COVID, what lessons have you learned as, you know, as we're starting to open up as a country and all of that stuff? Have you found that you have become a better writer? Have you, um, what, any, any particular lessons that you've learned in this uh, closed up kind of world? Oh, so I had a really crazy COVID year. I have an autoimmune disease. It's called undefined and it's kind of like a vendetta, rheumatoid arthritis and Sjogren's starting in about February had a air up so just like was starting my flare was mostly sick in the hospital had to you know activities all writing um and really just focus on getting better and so I didn't really write much of anything for a while. I was working on mostly like shorter stuff just to kind of keep the muscle um, strong. And then I was also editing this book, which came out <laughs> from, <laughs> literally from the ICU, like popped up on IV. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. How, how are you feeling now? I'm feeling a lot better. I'm on treatment now, so that makes Good. a huge difference all on its own. Um, but yeah, I really, I think the thing I learned most from this pandemic is patience. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's quite a story all in itself. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like looking yeah. back, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe that happened. And I'm still like dealing you know, with it and still technically in recovery, but much definitely much much better than where I was last year this time last year oh wow and it kind of froze a little bit when you said what what is the condition it's called undifferentiated connective tissue disease oh wow like a a Venn diagram of lupus um Sjogren's syndrome and rheumatoid arthritis oh so get, like all a big mix of all those symptoms mine tends to lean more toward the lupus side of things oh, okay just okay. without like the kidney involvement I don't have any of that thankfully um but I have like the joint pain the fatigue the this time last year I learned that it can also cause pleurisy which is an inflammation of the lining of your lungs oh, and, yeah. thing until yeah. That yeah that's scary um, yeah yeah <laughs> it was wild I don't even it was crazy 
just yeah but just you're you're a survivor so that's that's uh it, you know and i bet that because that comes reflected out into your characters as well i would assume is there a lot of yourself in your characters yeah i think all of them have you know a, a at least a little piece of me um with this book i i was dealing with rib inflammation and pain at the time so i put a rib injury in there with like, <laughs> heroin because i was like i got it's like sorry to pass this on to you but you know, <laughs> <laughs> <coping> method. <laughs> so, pass on all my trauma and challenges to my core character <laughs> Well, it's great because then you find a way to overcome it with your characters. And that's, that's, that's very, very nice too. That's really yeah. got to be uplifting, I would assume. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Uh, do you have any words of wisdom that you live by or a kind of motto? Um, probably slow and steady because, oh. you know, being sick, like I, cause this all started for me in like 2007, all those symptoms. So like pretty much and i started publishing in 2011 so my entire career i've had this and so i really had to learn to be patient to take like a slow and steady kind of marathon approach i can't i definitely am not the author that can churn out and publish a book a month yeah um last year i didn't publish anything um some years i'm lucky if i published you know one book so it's definitely very much like a, a long-term kind of mindset, a slow and steady mindset, like, you know, okay. Um, because another thing too, that I feel like we struggle with as a community is burnout. Um, we tend, you know, we, we have this model now where we have these very hungry readers and we want to satisfy them and have, you know, good careers. And um, I, I've seen a lot of people disappear over the years because they were just so burnt out and so stressed out and then they just never published again you never heard from them again so that in mind and the chronic illness stuff in mind I always want to take a very slow approach and even if it takes me longer to get you know to where I want to be I still in the grand scheme of things want to be publishing and writing you know 20 years from now so yeah for me it's just taking everything in one one book at a time yeah yeah. And you're putting out your best work and, 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 you know, I, you hear about that too. You do hear about the Nora Roberts of the world who can put out four books, five books, whatever a year. And, and I've always been in awe of them and how they do it. Uh, you're wondering if, do they do that all themselves? Do they do a team? Cause I do think that a lot of times, um, you do have people behind you. You could possibly have people behind you, the, the ones that are getting them out so often. And it's, um, it, it's intimidating as an author who doesn't write super fast or or has a, another life kind of going on. Well, yeah, or also if you write bigger books, because usually yeah. these books are around 200 pages, probably not more yeah. than that, a lot more than that. So they're a lot smaller and shorter. Yeah. And your your books are 400. And, um, yeah, so I mean, so, I would assume that it would be yeah. kind of the same kind of thing. You're just trying to find your own path. That's a great way to look at it. I think that's a great way to do it. Um, do you have uh what's your favorite genre do you write your favorite genre that you like to read no <laughs> I don't isn't that funny <laughs> <laughs> i would love to my favorite genre to read is uh psych thrillers Ooh. but i just have not figured out how to you know how to write one yet i've tried yeah. taking a crack at it a few times 
but I just, I'm just not there yet. I don't know if, but I, I love reading them. I actually yeah. don't read as many romances as I read psych thrillers, which is yeah. funny. That's, that's a great, uh, you know, it's a great experience too. If you can read them and then kind of get your, you get your favorite authors down and then you kind of see their formulas and, and everything. I think they're hard. I, I write, uh, I write uh, paranormal fantasy romance and I'm trying my hand at a mystery, which is part of the series. And I've never written a mystery before. And it is a struggle. So, I mean, to write a good one, right? You want to you want to make sure it's something that stumps people. <laughs> it's good. Yep. Um, if a reader could do one thing to help their favorite author, what, what do you think it would be? Ooh, um if you um if you like our books let us know I feel like that's kind of the hardest part sometimes is you you don't know like you can see sales coming in and you could see like your you know your blogger reviews and stuff but sometimes like I'll get messages like way after the fact or I'll be doing a signing and someone will come to the table that I, I don't know who they are and they're like oh yeah I read your whole series I'm like oh good oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really encouraging to know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, <Let us> <laughs> yeah, drowning out here. <laughs> yeah. We need encouragement. <laughs> uh, uh, is, is if writing? Let's say if writing is your first passion, what is your second? Uh, uh probably cooking. Oh, yeah. are you a good cook? I, I like to think so. I'm not good. Like I'm not a good cook under pressure. It takes me sometimes it takes me many, many hours to make even like something very simple. Um, but I actually went to a technical high school and I was in the culinary arts program. Oh, I was on, you know, she's, a good, she's a good cook. Yeah, you sit there and say, oh, no, I'd like to think so. You're a good <laughs> cook. <laughs> I have burnt things. <laughs> rice like it's a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> you're so modest <laughs> oh gosh um put it this way if it doesn't come out it, but my husband will eat it so. oh how long have you been married um oh gosh uh seven this will be eight years. This oh, years. oh, that's great. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's see. Uh, just complete this sentence. Your life would be absolutely complete if. Ooh, um, if I lived somewhere with mild weather all year round and I, I don't know. Um, if I could actually get through my TBR, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's, everybody's hope and dream. <laughs> well, if you want mild, you need to come to Washington. If you can handle rain, it's pretty much mild all the time. <laughs> I love the sound of rain, but my joints do not like the action. Oh, yeah. then don't come here. Arizona, probably. Yeah, yeah. Arizona. Mm. New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, as a last question, what would you most like to say to the readers and listeners out there? Um, number one, thank you, because I have the most supportive readers possible, and I feel very lucky in that respect. They're always super understanding when I have to push back deadlines, and um, they're the best. 
Um, but my the first book in the series, the River Reapers MC series, is a disturbing prospect, and it's actually 99 cents everywhere. And I also have a novella that if you sign up for my uh, newsletter, you can get the novella for free. It's a prequel novella. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Okay. And we are going to have all of Elizabeth's uh, links to all of her website, which is Elizabeth Barone, uh, or elizabethbaronebooks.com. And, um, and then all of the things that she has links to her books and, and uh, through our website uh, or in through the description uh, right below here. So um, I really just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. You have been so patient. We've got, uh, for the listeners out there, we have a really, really windy day here in Seattle and uh, it's causing the computer to freeze. <laughs> and Elizabeth has been so patient with us. So thank you very, very much for coming on. I'm sorry that we've kind of been interrupted a little bit here. So uh, such a privilege to meet you though. That's okay. Thank you for having me. Okay, the very, very best of luck to you and everything. Thank you, you too. Okay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I think that's going to wrap it up for Jenny's Tattle Tales today. I hope you have an absolutely splendid day, and I want to really thank you for joining me, and I hope to hear from you and see you next time.